Well, good morning, everybody. Happy New Year. Great to see you here. It's exciting. And this is a great way to sort of start the new year. Um, uh, what a great encouragement it is, is to be together. Um, let's start off with a, with, a, with a song of praise. Let's thank God not only what he's done through Jesus, but let's thank him for his mercies and his grace for the past year, for all that he's done. Heavenly Father, together as we reflect on what has been a difficult year for many, we now look ahead to, to the start of an, a new year, which may still have its challenges. But Father, as we continue to journey with you, we believe we will have some, some new opportunities and, and some new stories to be written this year. So together as a body of your people, we pray that we can embrace all that the next 12 months have to offer us. And we ask that you continue to be with us and that your presence will be felt in all things. And we ask that you extend onto each one of us the wisdom, the, the strength, the, the, the courage to meet each new day and each new challenge head on and with eagerness. And give us the courage to accept your invitation to us today, the clean slate that you offer us. Father, let this year be filled with things that are truly good. Let us look beyond the struggles and see the blessings that wait for us at each corner. Bless us with the warmth of, of strong relationships, the strength to help those in our community that need help, and the courage and humility to accept it ourselves in the moments when we need it too. As we consider those around us who begin this year finding all sorts of sickness, all sorts of disease or, or just battles beyond, beyond compare, help us to meet them with hearts full of compassion. Let us find the way to, to reach out to them so that in each of us they find a strength that eases their pain and reminds them that there are people who care. Father, let all things be new this year. Remind us again that you are a God of fresh starts. Let us become new creatures again, beginning today, in this moment. Let the ministry of all your children and of your church be not confined within these walls or in the small circles within our lives, but rather be directed throughout our community and our world. Father, remind us that it only takes one person, one person willing to step out, to speak up and take a risk, Remind us that it takes only one person to make a difference. Help us to be the people who choose to do just that. Help us to be the people who are willing to let our light shine no matter the cost. Together we celebrate you in praise and prayer. And we do so as one voice, one people and one church. We pray this in your name. Amen. Hello everyone. I'm Glenda and I'm on the team here at New Peninsula and it's great to have you here today and it's great to have those of you who are watching at home as well. Let me add my Happy New Year to all of you and I do pray that this year will be a year of health and peace and joy for you and for your families. Okay, I want you to have a look at the screen and tell me which footy team these people follow. The wrong one. Come on. Okay. Colin. Oh. St Kilda. The first one was Richmond. I was sure there'd be Richmond supporters here. Yes? Right. Well, Ian, I was expecting you to respond better than that. But anyway. Okay. How did you know? 
How did you know which team they followed? Yeah. You knew by what they had on. By the way, did you know that Melbourne won the Premiership last year? Those mighty Ds. Sorry, can't help myself. I'll just leave that there. Now, you could well be thinking, what does all this have to do with our message on Colossians today? Well, Paul's talking about how you can tell who we're following or what we're following by how we look and how we behave. Let's read what he says in Colossians 3 from verse 5. Put to death, therefore, whatever belongs to your earthly nature, sexual immorality, impurity, lust, evil desires and greed, which is idolatry. Because of these, the wrath of God is coming. You used to walk in these ways in the life you once lived, but now you must also rid yourselves of all such things as these, anger, rage, malice, slander and filthy language from your lips. Do not lie to each other, since you have taken off your old self with its practices, and have put on the new self, which is being renewed in knowledge in the image of its creator. Here there is no Gentile or Jew, circumcised or uncircumcised, barbarian, Scythian, slave or free, but Christ is all and is in all. You see, in the pagan religions of Paul's time, a person could go and worship their idol and then walk away and live however they wanted to. And so Paul is reminding this Colossian church that in following Jesus, there's a definite connection between what they believe and how they live. And isn't this teaching really relevant for this time of the year? as we begin a new year and we start to make those ambitious New Year's resolutions. Come on, who's decided they're either going to lose weight, exercise more, eat better, or all three? (laughs) Yep. Well, today, Paul has much more important resolutions for us. There's a key phrase that I want us to remember today and hopefully through the week as well. And that phrase is, put off and put on. Put off and put on. So what does Paul say where to put off? Well, we read earlier in the scripture, whatever belongs to your earthly nature, sexual immorality, impurity, lust, evil desires and greed, anger, rage, malice, slander, filthy language, lying, all of those things. And the image of putting off old, dirty rags and putting on new clothes is used throughout scripture. The story of Lazarus in John 11 is a great example of this. We see Lazarus has been dead four days when Jesus goes to the tomb and tells him to come out. So Lazarus comes out in his filthy grave clothes and Jesus tells the people to take them off him. Lazarus was dead, but Jesus makes him alive again. 
In the same way, followers of Jesus have died with Christ and have been made alive again. And just like Lazarus, we need to put off our grave clothes, our old ways of living, if we're going to live the way that Jesus wants us to. You would have noticed in verse 5, it says, Greed is idolatry. And really, idolatry is anything that we put before God. Our desire for worldly possessions, for example, can quickly elbow God from the centre of our lives. And isn't it so easy to fall into the trap of living and thinking like those around us? Now, we may not be like someone who flies into a rage when they're angry, but what about those more subtle expressions of anger? Do we have spiteful thoughts about other people? Do we take pot shots at them? And we may not swear, but what about the words we speak about others or to them? Do our words help people or do they harm them? In verse 11, we're told, Here there is no Gentile or Jew, circumcised or uncircumcised, barbarian, Scythian, slave or free, but Christ is all and is in all. The Jewish perspective at that time divided the world according to those sorts of categories. And then they decided what value a person had depending which category they fitted into. And if Paul was writing this letter to us today, I wonder what kinds of categories he would mention. Would it be those who are vaxxed versus those who are unvaxxed? Is there still racial, economic and educational prejudice? Is there lack of understanding and acceptance for those with mental health issues? Well, Jesus changes all that and gives all people their true worth in him. Everyone has equal value before God and he offers salvation equally to everyone. So, there's some of the things that we're to put off from our old way of life before we became followers of Jesus. So what are we to put on and how are we to do it? Verse 10 says we're to put on the new self. You've taken off your old self with its practices and have put on the new self, which is being renewed in knowledge in the image of its creator. You know, the reality is no one can see the image of God in us if we continue to live in the old ways. But as we put off our old ways of living and thinking, it's like putting off a set of old, dirty clothes and putting on Jesus as our new set of clothes. And with the promise of eternal life, we don't have to live as if this world is all that matters. We don't have to live as if this world is the most important thing. 
Yes, of course, Jesus wants us to live fully in this world. But he wants us to live as he lived and according to what he says in his word. Now, as I was preparing this, I thought, you know, when you think about it, our new selves in Christ is already here. We just have to keep making sure that the old self remains dead. In other words, those of us who are followers of Jesus are in a state of being that is already and not yet. It's a bit like a caterpillar in a cocoon. Now, kids, you'd know about what happens when a caterpillar's in a cocoon. The caterpillar is a caterpillar, but it's also a butterfly as it waits for itself to gradually transform into the creation God intends. And so for us, the already is where we are now in Christ. And the not yet is where we'll be when Jesus comes again and our new self is complete. Does that make sense? Someone say something. Good, good. In Romans 12.2, Paul writes, Don't be conformed to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your minds so that you can figure out what God's will is, what is good and pleasing and mature. Our minds are renewed as we draw closer to Jesus and learn how to be more like him. When my daughter Marnie and I were doing our Christian counselling course together, one of the work assignments was we had to do a genogram. And I put up just a simple example of what a genogram is up on the screen for those who've not seen one before. And it's actually you go back through all the generations on both sides of the family and you trace through and you look at things like uh, physical illnesses that have been passed down. You look at psychological things that have been passed down. You look at um, the old ways of living, things not so good in your family that have been passed down. You look at addictions, all of those things, till it comes down to you and your family. And as we were doing this genogram together, my daughter Marnie said to me, Mum, both sides are so dark. And then you get to our family and it's like there's a light shining on it. And I thought, yeah, that's exactly what's happened. Neither of our families are followers of Jesus or were followers of Jesus. And then praise God... I became a Christian in my 20s. Glenn became a Christian in his 30s. Our kids are Christians. Their partners are Christians. And please God, our grandchildren will be Christians. And so we've put off the old ways of living that were our heritage. And we've put on the heritage and the blessing and the salvation of Jesus Christ. So, are we perfect now? Ha, <laughs> ha, 
That would be a big no. Like everyone else, we all trip up and all make mistakes. But as Paul says in Philippians, God is the one who enables you to both want and to actually live out his good purposes. We can't do it on our own. And so when you're having a hard time trying to follow Jesus, please don't be discouraged. Just go back to the power that comes from us having been raised with Christ and his Holy Spirit within us. Didn't Joss do a great job of the, the kids' talk? And as Ian said, and I think it's so often true, when you're about to get up and preach after a kid's talk, you sort of think, well, I'm really wasting my time because the best bit's already been done and it's usually what people remember. But that scripture that Joss spoke about, this is what Paul's talking about in Colossians 3, 1 to 4. He's talking about that power that comes from us having been raised with Christ and from his Holy Spirit within us. He says, Since then you have been raised with Christ. Set your hearts on things above, where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. For you died, and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. Why are we putting on things above? Because we died and our lives are now hidden with Christ in God. And this is what we celebrate and remember as we share the communion meal together. When we come to Christ in faith and repentance, our old way of life is nailed to the cross. We're no longer at sin's beck and call. And when Jesus rose from the dead, we were raised to eternal life with him. And when you really think about it, because Jesus did that for each one of us, shouldn't we want to follow him? Shouldn't we want to be more and more like him? Let's pray. Lord Jesus, as you asked us to do, we now take the bread which you used as a symbol of your body given for us. We do this as we remember you and all you have done for us. In your name we pray. Amen. Please take the bread when you're ready and hold on to the cup and we'll drink that together. Lord Jesus, as we prepare to drink the cup together, we thank you that we have this symbol to remind us of your blood shed for us for the forgiveness of our sins. Let's drink together. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. For those of us who are followers of Jesus, he's not only the most important thing in life, Jesus is life. Being in Christ is being united with Christ through faith in him and commitment to him. And our behaviour as followers of Jesus is an advertisement for what being in Christ has done for our lives.
And so within our church family, our shared faith and journey towards our new selves should bring a bond of shared experience of acceptance and forgiveness and love for each other. You know, those who don't know Jesus look at us to see if we walk the talk, to see if Jesus is the real deal and to see if we really live for him and for others. And so when they look at you and when they look at me, what do they see? As we finish our message today, I want to ask you, what is Jesus saying to you? As you've heard this message, have there been things Jesus has brought to your mind that you know he wants you to put off? Maybe it is something sexual or in your attitude or the way you speak to others. Maybe it's something else. Whatever it is, will you come to the foot of the cross and put it off there? And while you're there, will you commit to Jesus to put on more of him? Maybe he wants you to spend more time with him in his word. Or maybe he wants you to spend more time just with him, listening to his love and his heart for you. I know Jesus is asking me to put off whatever is getting in the way of me having a closer relationship with him. It's so easy to do lots of good things. And there's nothing wrong with that. But when you get so busy that you're not spending the time that you should with him, then that busyness comes from a dry place. So I know that Jesus is asking me to put on more of him. And as I come to the cross today, I want to be able to join with the Apostle Paul in saying, for me to live is Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. Let's stand together and sing with grateful hearts that Calvary has covered it all. If you're here today and Jesus isn't part of your life, but you want to know more, or if you sense there's something missing in your life, please come and speak to me after the service or speak to someone here that you know. And if you're watching from home and you'd like to know more about Jesus, please contact us at connect at newpeninsula.com.au or you can ring the church office and someone will be in touch with you. Father God, thank you for you. Thank you for your son, Jesus. Thank you that our hope is in you and the eternal life we know that we'll share with you. Jesus, we want to be more like you. And Holy Spirit, we need your help to do that. Lord, as we reflect on all you've done for us, please help us to put off those things you've shown us today and help us to put on more of you. We pray for anyone here today or at home who doesn't yet know the hope and peace 
and love you want to give them. We pray that they will respond to you. We pray these things in the powerful name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you.